0: Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. We join now by Nadir Token, investment analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Morning, Nadir. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to your listeners. Yeah, Sakina. I mean, there seems to be no stopping the NASPERS train. You know, I mean, uh, coming into uh, just before January, the stock price up over 30% for the year. We saw it taking a bit of a breather in June as, the, you know, the rest of the market got pretty much pummeled, um, you know, in a very difficult month where, uh, you know, we saw the share price declining by, uh, you know, to just under 2,500 rand and now we're seeing the share price skyrocketing yet again, uh, pushing all-time highs again of just above 2,800 Rand in intraday trading yesterday. Uh, so, Keen, I think it's quite interesting to note that, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of optimism about the stock. There's obviously a lot of optimism about the prospects to continue driving earnings growth out of its uh, business in China, 10 cents, and there's a lot of optimism as, uh, you know, China gaming and China online consumption and consumption within the Chinese economy, overall, um, you know, starts to really take hold and starts to grow at a rapid pace. Up until now, um, you know, we've conti- we've seen earnings continue or earnings growth continue to keep up with expectations and continue to keep up with, uh, you know, where NASPERS multiple is trading, which is above 35 times forward earnings. So you need a considerable degree of earnings growth in order to warrant that kind of a multiple. And, uh, you know, up until now, quarter in and quarter out, uh, NASPERS has continued. To deliver on that, you know, and I think uh, that's been phenomenal going, and it's been predominantly driven by uh, the Chinese internet business, Tencent, which uh, their 30% stake in, um, you know, more than uh, more is more than the entire market cap of the business. Meaning that uh, there's actually a negative value ascribed to the to the ramp as it's referred to, which is uh, its uh, e-commerce assets outside of China, uh, as well as uh, its its, its KTV business in South Africa. Um, you know, and a lot of uh, long term holders of NASPA cite that as a fundamental reason to be quite bullish on the stock because, uh, you know, there's a lot of value in there which is still, which still hasn't been unlocked. And there's obviously a lot of talk about uh, could that value be unlocked by unbundling that, uh, that, that business. Uh, but management has put that off the table for now and mentioned that it will remain within the stable with the Chinese internet business 10 cents. So, Sikina. I suppose the biggest risk at the moment is that uh, a regulatory clampdown, you know, because a lot of the growth from 10 cents has been driven from one source, uh, which is, or a lot of the growth uh, from, from NASPES, rather, has been driven from one source, which is 10 cents, and that's very much concentrated in the Chinese markets and very much at the mercy of Chinese regulators. Now, uh, you know, we've seen how some of this has ended before. If you think about NTN in Nigeria and, uh, you know, uh, how the Nigerian government, we able to decimate uh, profitability in that company for an extended period of time with a fine there. If you think about what the the, the EU is doing to Google at the moment, um, you know, in terms of imposing fines for abusing its market power in search engines, um, you know, so there is quite a big regulatory risk that uh, you know, should uh, things turn sour in China, the regulators could look to uh, make an example of Tencent as the market may have thought just a couple of weeks ago with uh, you know, the uh, Honor of Kings, one of the games within the $0.10 cent stable. And, uh, you know, if, if that tends to happen, um, you know, then we could see NASPERS coming under some pressure. So I suppose from the perspective of investors, what's important for the time being is how do you position the size of NASPERS in your portfolio? You've got a highly attractive growth stock, um, you know, but it's very much, there's a lot of re- regulatory risk around the stock and, uh, you know, you just want to manage that in terms of the size of your allocation and hence all the qu- Questions being raised in the asset management community about benchmarks and having Nasdaq's as 23% of, uh, you know, your portfolio being concentrated in one stock in some of the benchmark indices um, and the, 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 the advent of many new benchmarks which capture exposure to one stock given uh, the, the, the single stock risk that you have um, when you have uh, 23% in one share. And then uh, let's also just briefly talk, Nadir, about the declining inflation environment. What does that mean for consumers? Yeah, Sakina, I mean, I think the Reserve Bank interest rate cut, which surprised most of us last week, is just testimony to actually how weak the South African economy is and uh, how there's probably not going to be demand-side inflation uh, for quite a while in the South African economy. Now, if we look at uh, what's really been contributing uh, to the decline in inflation, because there hasn't been demand-pool inflation, inflation for an extended period of time, given an extended period of very weak growth for the South African economy. What's really been driving the decline has, one, been high base effects, um, you know, simply because uh, inflation was much, much higher this time one year ago because of the effects of the drought and food inflation, and simply because it's rained and food inflation has moderated quite a lot, and we've seen record uh, yields in terms of crops uh, across the world, uh, sorry, across the country, rather. Um, You know, we're seeing that inflation has been coming down a lot quicker than what analysts have been expected, driven predominantly by uh, food inflation. And, you know, um, I think, you know, w- once we move over into the new year, that's likely to continue for the remainder of 2017. And once we're likely to move into the new year, um, we're, gonna, we're likely to see those high base effects roll over and, uh, you know, that no longer contributing to the decline in inflation. I think, uh, you know, on a, t- on, on, on a more extended long-term basis, though, uh, we're likely to see inflation remain within the target band up until the end of next year, which possibly means that you know we could receive interest rate reprieve possibly one more time with one more 25 basis point cuts, uh, although the jury is still very much out on that because it depends what happens with the currency what hap- and, th- and that's really driven by the current account and what happens with regards to the political situation, what happens with regards to the uh, independence of the reserve bank being question and I think a lot of those softer factors will drive what the uh, Reserve Bank is capable of doing in terms of supporting the economy moving forward. But for now, Sakina, let, uh, let, let consumers enjoy the interest rate reprieve. We're likely to see further inflation reprieve up until the end of the year, and that's probably good news. Well, we'll leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much, Nadir Token, Investment Analyst at 274 Investment Managers.